in its determination under the leadership of their governor to emulate Germany of the 1930s, education authorities in Florida, while not burning books, have decided to ban them. The latest to ban books was the Duval County Public School System, which includes the city of Jacksonville and is one of the nation's largest school districts with over 120,000 students. Its authorities banned 176 books because they deal with gender, race, or ethnicity in ways they deemed inappropriate for their students. Among their banned books was Roberto Clemente, The Pride of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Roberto Clemente, The Pride of the Pittsburgh Pirates, a 32-page illustrated children's book written for the middle grades, was published 15 years ago in 2008. It was written by Jonah Winner, an award-winning author of children's books who currently lives in Pittsburgh's Dormont Borough, and illustrated by award-winning Raul Colon, who spent his early years learning his craft in Puerto Rico before moving to New York. When Winner found out that his book was banned, he said, I would have hoped that in the 21st century there would be nothing controversial about a book about Roberto Clemente, the greatest all-around baseball player who ever lived, and a true humanitarian. When asked what could have prompted Florida school authorities to ban his book, Winner replied, I make mention of the racism that Clemente encountered as a younger player. I guess they banned it because they think it might make some white children uncomfortable. These are very strange times we live in. At first, Winner's Clemente book reads like a fairy tale about a Puerto Rican boy who had very little but a fever to play and win at baseball. He plays so well that when he grows up, he receives an invitation to go to America to play in the major leagues. What an honor. When I was a little kid, I, the only thing I used to do was playing ball all the time, with a paper ball, with a roller ball, with a tennis ball. We used to make our own ball. The more I think about it, I convinced that God wanted me to play baseball. The young Clemente is sent to a steel mill town called Pittsburgh, where instead of palm trees and Spanish, he encounters smokestacks in English. With his extraordinary baseball skills, he dazzles Pittsburgh's fans. It wasn't just how he played. He had style. He was cool. He plays so well that he helps the lowly Pirates to the World Series, where they beat the mighty New York Yankees. But that is where the fairy tale ends. Winner's narrative shifts from a celebration of Clemente the ballplayer to a recognition of Clemente's humanity. While the fans loved him, the newspaper writers did not. When he was hurt, they called him lazy. They mocked his Spanish and called him a Latino hothead. His pride hurt. He became determined to become the greatest all-around baseball player there ever was. He played at a Hall of Fame level for the rest of the decade and still did not receive the credit for being so great. He believed the writers downplayed his accomplishments because he was black, Puerto Rican, and proud. So if he would see something that was injustice towards anyone, he was going to speak up about it. And many times they told him, Roberto, cool down because they can send you back to the miners. I don't care. No one is going to be, you know, treated uh, improperly. And many times he says, I'm not asking to be treated uh, better. I'm asking to be treated equally, which was the most important thing for him, is that equality. As a human being, everyone has the right to be treated equally. Clemente finally received the acclaim of the sports world when he played so brilliantly in the 1971 World Series. Roberto put on a one-man show, stealing bases, hitting home runs, 
playing right field with a fire most fans had never seen before. There was no doubt, even to his detractors, Roberto Clemente was the greatest all-round baseball player of his time, maybe of all time. Roberto Clemente's life had no fairy tale ending, but his tragic death in a plane crash while attempting to fly supplies to the victims of an earthquake in Nicaragua is not the end of the story in the Clemente children's book. When someone like Clemente dies, his spirit lives on. He had a, a saying that if you have a chance to help others and fail to do so, you're wasting your time on this earth. How many athletes have you heard say that, right? David Marinus of the Washington Post is Clemente's biographer. He lived that, he died that, you know, the, his death trying to deliver humanitarian aid to Nicaragua um, was an expression of, of those final years of his life when he was constantly pushing for, for change and for the betterment of, of regular people. As for the fate of Roberto Clemente, the pride of the Pittsburgh Pirates, Noah Winter noted that sales to the books have increased. Those who ban books don't hurt sales. They don't hurt authors. They hurt children in the school districts where this is happening. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.